Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the It Is What It Is podcast powered by the Riot Report. My name is Josh Klein. I am managing editor of said Riot Report. Hope that you all had a fantastic Labor Day weekend, but we are on to the NFL season. Week one is right around the corner. Uh, Just five days from now, you'll be waking up and asking yourself, is it too early to crack a beer when the Panthers are taking on the Raiders in week one? Just because fans won't be in the stadium doesn't mean that you can't watch it and be ready. Uh, We have got all the coverage that you're looking for. If you're listening to this and you're somehow not subscribed to the Riot Report daily newsletter, I would encourage you to go to theriotreport.com and uh, sign up for that baby. But today we've got for you Matt Rule, who talked a little bit about the decisions that went into making some of the cuts they made, although he did kind of skirt around those questions. Uh, He talks about his relationship with John Gruden what he's seeing from his team so far, and what he expects to see on Sunday. And then it was three guys who were kind of on that roster bubble uh, that all made the team. Obviously, they uh, we wouldn't talk to anybody that didn't make the team, but there was uh, wide receiver Brandon Zilstra, cornerback Stan Thomas Oliver, seventh-round pick, and uh, one of my favorite stories on the entire team, defensive back slash running back Miles Hartsfield, who plays both sides of the ball and would often during practice – uh, swap whether he's playing running back or corner just uh, a fascinating guy to hear from he's going to be up first I would definitely recommend listening to him because uh, he just had a lot to say seemed like a really interesting guy cool guy and uh, any anybody that's going to talk about their top three favorite Disney movies I'm going to like that anyway I uh, hope you guys enjoy hearing from Hartsfield, Zilstra, and Thomas Oliver, as well as Coach Matt Rule, and we will see you tomorrow on It Is What It Is. Miles, uh, Josh from the Riot Report. Um, right off the bat, you know, obviously we saw you playing both sides of the ball um, this training camp. Was that something you expected to do coming in? Was that something the coaching staff had talked to you beforehand, or was it just kind of a hey, I can play, I can play both sides? Uh, it's actually a unique story, you know. Um, you know, I got picked up as a DB, played all the DB in college, uh, but in high school I was a running back. And Coach Rule, when he was at Temple, actually recruited me at running back. So one day at practice, knowing this whole COVID situation, you never know what, what might come up during the season. So, you know, he was like, let's see if you can still do some drills. And went out there, you know, you know, I'm an athlete. So just cutting and doing all the different things, just getting used to it again was, you know, pretty simple. Um, but, yeah, so as soon as I did that, he gave me a few days at running back. And, you know, I'm just here to do whatever I can for to, to best suit the team, you know, get us on the winning track. Miles, uh, Miles. This is Miles Simmons uh, from Panthers.com. Uh, great first name, by the way. Um, <laughs> have you uh, have you had any indication as to whether you know you're going to just be sticking at DB, or could you see some snaps at running back? What, what's... Man, I have no idea. I'm just going, you know, taking one day at a time. Whatever coach puts me at, I know he has my best interests. You know, he's not going to put me in harm's way or make me look crazy out there. But um, I know whatever he puts me at, I'll just do it to the best of my ability. Miles, to that point, it seemed like a little later on in camp you might have been more a defensive back. Was that your read on it too? And do you think 
that's your your best position at this point? Um, you know, I'm open to play anything. Like I said, um, you know, I, I, towards the end of camp, I did start playing more DB, start getting some more reps. But you know, you just gotta be ready for anything. So you know, if they call me over there, I'll just go in and dive uh, dive right into the playbook again and do the best of my ability. Miles, from an equipment standpoint, what's the difference between defensive back and running back, and like different cleats, different help, different face mask? I would say the biggest difference is when I'm when I know I'm going to play running back that, at practice. I don't like to wear long sleeves, so at DB, I I wear long sleeves because I like to have the ball against my skin. So I know if I'm going to get reps at running back, if beforehand, I'll try not to wear a long sleeve. That's probably the biggest difference. Hey, uh, Josh, again, um, what was your Saturday like? You know, obviously, uh, cut day is, is a – it can be a stressful day. Um, what, what were you doing? How were you trying to distract yourself? Kind of what – take us through that day. Oh, Saturday was a stressful day. You know, couldn't really sleep. Woke up on an off day at, like, 7 o'clock in the morning. Uh, couldn't really do nothing. Um, went, got breakfast, just sitting around next to my phone. Every call, I'm like – my heart is, like, jumping out of my chest, uh, out of my skin. Um, I stopped like answering people's text messages. Everybody's asking me. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just waiting to hear something. Um, really just what I did was watched a lot of Disney plus, you know, went back to my childhood days to try to like ease my anxiety and ease the, you know, the, what if what happens. Um, so really just watched a lot of Disney plus and played the video game all day. Uh, and follow up to that. Any favorites on Disney plus something that was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite, Top three I watched uh, was probably Mulan. You know, I'm getting ready for that Mulan, the, the real one to come out. You know, it's, it's streaming on Disney Plus. Um, Mulan, Hercules, and I would say Aladdin. So I watched the real version and then I watched the cartoon version. So, you know, Disney Plus got it all. <laughs> Mulan was was legit. Um, yeah. yeah. Jonathan Alexander, uh, Charlotte Observer. Have there any um, movies that Disney Plus needs to add? Um, I don't even know if it's Disney, but Oliver and Company, that's probably one of my favorite, you know, you know, seeing the dog singing. I like to see like different things. So I, I love the singing ones. Any singing movie they got, they might as well put it on there. When was the last time you played running back before you just started doing it in practice? The uh, first time I played was my last time I played was my junior year of high school. Hey, Miles, you just spent a month or so in the same, well, in some meetings with Christian McCaffrey. What was your, what was your take on, on being around that guy? What did you learn about him and, and off the field? So first day when they put me in uh, running back in the meetings, I'm like, dang, I told my friend, I was like, well, I'm, I'm about to be in the same meeting room. You know, I was a little fanboy at first, you know. I'm about to be in the same room as Christian McCaffrey, you know, same dude I was playing, treating for on Madden last year. So, you know, um, it's just a blessing to be behind someone who has knowledge of the game and seeing his work ethic and seeing how he can take care of his body and just taking the little points that he says in meetings and seeing how he practices and how he comes off the field, even though he knows off, he's still asking coach, what do I have on this play? Was that the right depth? Was that the right, uh, was that the right read? And just asking those simple questions to make sure it's going over in his mind and he's seeing the same thing the coach is seeing. So just taking those little things and also bringing it to the DB room, bringing that same work ethic, you know, that can only help me.
Miles, I was wondering, do you, do you remember getting recruited by Coach Rule? And if so, what memories did you have of that? Yeah, uh, I think Temple was my second offer with Coach Rule. Uh, my, what was it, probably my freshman, sophomore year. So, you know, I remember going up to Philly. I'm only an hour away from Philly, being from Jersey. Um, and at first they wanted me for DB because, you know, I went as an athlete. That's what every school was treating me as. We'll pick a, we'll pick a side when, we, when you get here. But then towards my, my junior year, I had like 34 touchdowns at, at running back. And then they, every school wanted to put me at running back. So then um, we started going. I started going up there like every other week on unofficial visits. Then I went to prep school, going up there with a couple of my teammates. So it's me. I've known Coach Rule for a while. Um, my, my parents know Coach Rule, Coach Foley, uh, Coach Coop. So I've known a lot of people on this staff for a long, long time. Miles, I'm, I'm curious from a player's perspective, how different was today's practice, you know, been this the week of different from previous practices that you've been to and, and the vibe was like everything? What all oh, you- I actually, I like how practice went. Um, you know, still had the same attention to detail. Uh, everybody's still trying to fly around, you know, get ready for the upcoming uh, Sunday. And, you know, everybody's just really dialed into the little things, you know, running to the ball, making the right checks, being, being vocal communicate, making sure everybody's on one accord. So um, practice went well, I feel like. Miles, there were a couple of practices where you were playing both defense and then offense. Sometimes I believe even on the same drive, like how were you able to do that mentally? Um, really help from everybody around, you know, I've come into the defense huddle, which I knew more because we did most of the offseason on defense. So that, that was pretty easy. It was just when, I would go over to offense, the offensive people, offensive teammates, like they kind of helped me like in the huddle iron. You line up on this side, just, they, just, they would just tell me what footwork I had. I knew if it was nine or two, which side to go, but you know, they would help me out. So I, would, I appreciate everybody on the offense for uh, helping me along the way. And just with open arms, you know, nobody really like turned their back on me. Even if I didn't, have, even if I didn't know it, somebody would help me out and let me know, all right, you do this on this part. So it really was smooth sailing knowing both sides. Um, Dennis or Eli Apple at practice, and I was just wondering if you had any updates on either of them. Um, yeah, uh, Dennis. Um, Dennis is. Uh, I, don't, I really don't know how long to say for Dennis. You know, he, um, I don't know if it's day to day or even longer. Uh, has, has a sprained ankle, and Eli's still battling the, you know, the hamstring and the foot. So um, both of those guys are, are uh, you know out right now. Matt, hi, uh, Miles Simmons. Um, just wondering what your initial impressions of uh, the 53-man roster are now that you've been able to gone, now that you've been able to get through cuts. Um, they're all guys who've worked hard. Um, there's a real emphasis on special teams players. Um, you can't you can't just give lip service to special teams. You have to put players out there that are going to run and cover and, and 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 do good things on special teams. Um, we're certainly a young football team with some great veteran leaders, and um, um, I'm pleased with the way it went. Hey, Matt. Um, when we talked to you around uh, the time of the draft, you were 
pretty high on uh, F.A. Obata. Obviously, you hadn't seen him on the field at that point. Wondering kind of what changed uh, between April and now. Uh, I love F.A. He's a tremendous uh, person and player. Um, just uh, hard decisions have to be made, unfortunately. And um, that was that was uh, one that was particularly hard to, that we had to make. Matt, on on that note, on a similar note, I guess can you I guess talk about a uh, uh, Kenny Robinson, uh, rookie Kenny Robinson, and. And, um, I'm probably not going to spend a lot of time talking about why why we you know just respectfully for those guys. I, I don't want to sit there and say we you know we we waived this guy because of this or that. You know, um, Kenny Kenny's. And if I cut you off there, I'm sorry. I'm having. A, it's, I hope you can understand. It's hard. This is a hard setup for me to see everything. But um, Kenny's. Uh, I think Kenny's got a really good future ahead of him. Um, he just uh, he just got was in a tough spot, and um, you know, we had to make that decision again. Those were. Those two, really, those 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 three that happened yesterday. I mean, no one wants that for guys to, to have made it and then go a day and then have to have those conversations with them. But um, you know, we, we claimed guys that we thought you know we needed to claim that would help us and um, had to make tough decisions. Hey, Matt, it's Chris Jenkins. What can you share with us today about your observations for practice as you guys are getting ready for the Raiders and this week one, your first time going into uh, a week one preparation. Well, today's today's nice because it's got you know obviously a bonus day. Um, you know, not having played yesterday, but I thought we um, I thought we had a lot of energy. I thought um, guys really moved around and, and were excited to be out there, and um, um, we got good work done. So you know, uh, guys came in this morning, were attentive in, meet, in meetings, excited to get started, and so for me, really pleased. And you know, with the, the new rules of you know, you know sixteen practice squad players, it doesn't feel much different than it did last week in terms of practice and the amount of guys that are out there. Is there anything you're looking to see most from the guys this week, Matt, as you get ready for week one that you're, that you're eager to see come together? You know, I, I think the biggest thing is, is um, you know, uh, greatness happens outside the building, you, you know, when you get to game week. I mean, there's a certain amount of – there's a certain schedule that we have. Everyone pretty much has the same schedule. Um, you know, if we want to be a great team, if guys want to be great on their units, if we want to be great players, great coaches, you know, a lot of that greatness happens on, on our own time. And so – I'm looking forward to seeing guys that are, that are out preparing, you know, you know, the coaches, you know, being experts at what they know. Um, you know, we just got double practice and I'll, you know, we won't see them again until eight 30 on, on Wednesday. And, 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 you know, what are you going to do in that time to get yourself more mentally or physically ready? And so I, um, I want to see guys, I want to see guys really grind this week. I mean, that, that's who we want to be. We want to be a tough, hardworking team that uh, prepares at a high level because confidence really comes from preparation. And, you know, for us playing a lot of new guys, a lot of uh, young guys, um, you know, they can't really act like rookies. <laughs> they've got to, they've got to go play like veterans. And that only comes from preparation and from practice. So I like what I saw at practice, but, but really that, you know, great's going to happen on their own time. You know, great's going to happen outside this building. Hey Matt, this is David Newton. Um, I wanted to ask you, I know, with you guys getting ready for the Raiders, is information very easily to get on the opposing team? Or what have you been able to gather so far about what you can expect from them? Um, you know, I think I think all of us without preseason games are in a unique position. You know, um, obviously you can you know you can look back and see you know what they did last year and the, and the remaining players, and then players that came from other places. You know, you can evaluate 
Um, but but there are some there are some certainly some unknowns. I think um, unknowns. You know, people probably have a lot of unknowns about us, and there's certainly probably a lot of unknowns for them. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll work off the tape. Our pro personnel department has done a great job with the advanced scouting and and you know trying to do the best we can. And so my main message to our team was like, hey, let's make this all about us. You know, we're going to prepare for them, but you know, we we can really control us. We can control our effort, our preparation. Do the best we can to make sure that we play our best game, and then prepare as well as we can for them. But understanding that in game one, crazy things happen. It could be a completely different defense, a completely different offense. And it's at that time you have to kind of trust in your system, go back, you know, make adjustments on the sideline and 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 go out and play. And so um, I'm sure that our guys will, will attack whatever, you know, whatever wrinkles are thrown at them. Uh, it's a great coaching staff we're going against, uh, a lot of veteran players. So uh, for us, it'll really be about you know us doing the best best that we can to make sure that we're prepared and we play our best game. Hey Matt, uh, it's Josh from the Riot Report. Um, I have kind of a technical question for you. I know that there are four guys on the practice squad that you can protect each week. When, how does what goes into that decision for you? And um, is that something that you plan to change on a weekly basis, or is that um, kind of the same four guys? Do you think? I think that would be probably different every week. Um, it could be the same, but I think, you know, obviously you have to look at it week to week. And, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't really um, protect them until Tuesday at 4 o'clock. So that really exposes, a, a, you know, a lot of time. So, I, you know, how important is it? It's probably just important later in the week. So I think once you kind of sit there and say, okay, here's our game plan, you know, here's, here's who we think we'll need, here are the guys that could be up for us, you know, you know as you look at different um, situations with depth, then I think maybe, you know, make that decision then but um so but it's not you know it's not truly protected in that you know from the end of the game on sunday till till tuesday you can make those you can make those you know someone could come in and, and take a guy or we could go in and take a guy so um i think we'll take it week by week look at our depth look at our issues look at our game plan see how we're going to play each week and uh, you know, try to make the proper decision hey matt speaking to that week one preparation um how, how can you use the advantage that you have which is that nobody has seen your offense, your defense, and, and kind of how you're going to run things on, on a, on a game day. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 you know, I've, I've tried to um, respectfully not answer a lot of questions about, you know, who we are schematically just because um, that is an advantage that we have, you know, I, I don't think it's a huge advantage. I think it's a small one. I think once the, you know, once the, once the ball is kicked off, you know, there's only so many ways to play offense and play defense and, I, re I really do believe it's not just coach speak. I believe the game comes down to blocking and tackling and protecting the ball and all those things. But but it is an advantage. And so I think for us, you know, um, you know, as you look at what Joe's done with this offense, you know, taking taking we learned in New Orleans and Penn State and, and taking it to LSU in, in one format and then and evolving it to our personnel here. So no one's really seen you know this offense. No one's really seen unless you're at our practices. So. Um, the same thing for Phil, you know, we were a four down team, then we were a three down team and then coming back here and looking at the people we have and, you know, kind of going back down to a four down look here. But I think we're doing a lot of different things. And so, you know, that plus our special teams, you know, we want to want to try to keep a lid on it as best we can. But, but, but once the game starts again, the team that team that plays the best usually wins. And so we'll uh, we'll try to we'll try to concentrate on us, try to play our best game. But. But knowing that uh, no preseason games, people don't have a great feel for what we look like. Matt, with that in mind, this may be not one you don't want to answer, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> can you give us any clarity on the backup quarterback? 
Yeah, you know what? Um, I mean, Joe and Jay, Joe, Joe and Jay will make that decision. And um, I think, um, I think, I think, really, the thing that Joe said to me is, I think that's going to kind of like a lot of other positions. I think we're going to just kind of take that week to week and, and see who practices best each week, and and um, uh, um, you know, make that decision because you you don't have to make that decision now until really late in the week. So I think we'll let them both practice, and and we're excited. They both bring different things to the table. Um, the nice thing is we're truly clear that you know Teddy's our starter, but um, you know we'll make that we'll make that decision probably right up you know right up until you know whenever we have to put in our inactives. So, um, but I think we're going to take that approach. Like, hey, let them both compete it out each week, see who practices the best, and, and we'll let that guy go. And then eventually, at some point, you know, someone will have to play and you know, get some game reps, and and it'll really you know crystallize itself. Hey, Matt, uh, Jason Huber with WFMZ. Do you guys plan on, or when do you, if you know yet, when to plan to fill in on the rest of the practice squad? And if not, or do you know, will you have any guys in mind right now? Is that just something that you're working on? No, there, there's, there's, we have a couple things in the works. And so um, I think, uh, I think a lot of, there'll be a lot more clarity on the roster probably tonight. Uh, Matt, you might not want to answer this one either, but how comfortable do you feel about Ian Thomas being available to you on Sunday? No, oh, I, I mean I, I, he was out there today. He he looked like he looked like he could go. So I, I felt I felt good about him. I mean I know they 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 originally said that they thought maybe later in the week that they wanted to practice him, but you know just moving around he looks good. So I'm expecting Ian to go um, and be able to play. And if he can, he can't. You know I mean. Um, Chris, um, Chris will carry the brunt of the load. We can use an extra offensive lineman. Colin Thompson's had a good camp. Richie's had a good camp. So we have some guys there. But um, it, it looks to me like Ian will be ready to go. Matt, Scott Fowler, um, what kind of camp has Robbie Anderson had, and what do you expect from him this season? I think Robbie's had a fantastic camp. Um, you know, I knew him four or five years ago. And seeing, seeing the level of professionalism and maturity that he brings to everything that he does is really, really exciting for me. Um, takes great care of his body, um, which allows him to play fast. So I think, you know, I think he's a guy that's going to that's gonna have, have a really good year for us. And I think, you know, the receiver position is probably one of our positions of strength. Um, I think he's you know, going to have an explosive factor uh, in, in what he does. Um, so I expect him to have I expect him to have a, a, a great year helping us win. You know, I mean, um, stats are great. I know guys have goals about stats, but really, you know, we want them to have a purpose in mind of hey, I want to I want to be the absolute best at what I do. And um, I think I think we've all seen Robbie this camp. He's someone that comes in every day with a plan, really deliberate in the way that he practices, um, really respectful of the process, and uh, um, you know, really kind of you know playing at a high level right now. Hey Coach, you spoke about greatness taking place outside the building. I was wondering if you could give us an insight of what you think your week of preparation may look like. You think you're going to be living there from, from sunup to sundown, or is it going to be pretty much a normal week for you as you prepare? For, for the yes. coaches? For yourself, personally. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, um, we're so far ahead just because, we, you know, we've done all this work all summer long, and, and, and really last week into this week, you know, I, I gave the coaches uh, Sunday off, and, you know, I, I walk in. I walk into the Joe's office at one o'clock and he's in there and Phil's in there. I mean, they're so far ahead that I don't, I don't think it's one of those deals where we're going to, you know, going to have to do that. Um, that that's kind of how I like coaching. I think that that's more in the coming weeks as you 
come in, you know, have to debrief the game from before. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll grind hard at it, work hard at it. Um, you know, what I want from our coaching staff is a, a group that's always, you know, seeking to find edges, you know, seeking to find a competitive edge. And um, so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have a good plan for that. But, you know, I think a lot of the work's been done. We'll continue to grind through the next couple of days and then late in the week, um, you know, we'll, we'll – uh, We'll trust the players. I, I truly believe the players win games. So, you know, we want to have a great plan for them. Um, but uh, maybe we, you know, we want to put it in their hands and let them go play. Matt, what are some of your initial impressions of just the Raiders personnel, um, especially on offense, guys like Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs, and the like? Well, I mean, they're an extremely talented team. Um, Derek's an outstanding quarterback. They have a big, powerful, physical offensive line. Good backs, good run game. I mean, they're going to they're going to they're going to try to physically, you know, impose their will upon teams. Waller's a special player. I mean, he's a, he's a matchup issue. So, I mean, really there there's there's a lot of thing that they a lot of things that they do that that can give you trouble, but at the end of the day, if you don't if you don't find a way to uh, stop the run, um, you know, coach Gruden and coach Olson, I mean, they're, they're going to they'll keep going back to it and try to try to beat you up and so you know that was not a strength of the you know of ours last year. You know, so we've worked hard at improving our run, our run defense, and um, you know to me that that requires technique and talent and all those things. But most importantly, man, it requires effort and toughness. And so uh, this to me, this is a you know this is a good opportunity for us to go out there and show you know how far we've come in terms of defending the run. Matt, without um, without the preseason games and looking at other teams' rosters as much how big of a factor was it to have Stewart's uh kind of inside info on the couple of eagles you yeah you know pat obviously had had eyes on those guys um you know sharif's a guy that a couple of our staff coached at penn state so you know they so there was some awareness i mean i, I remember recruiting sharif going all the way back to george washington high school um you know pat meyer coached trent scott at the chargers so, you know, you, I think you looked around the league, I think there was only 17, you know, waiver claims. So that just goes to show you, you know, people are very nervous to claim somebody and, you know, move, you know, make a move with when they haven't seen them. But I think for us having some, you know, having some, um, some, some, some outreach and just, you know, some, some, some history with some of these guys made it easier for us. Uh, to me, that's a real credit to Marty, you know, that he, that he listens to the people that are around him and, and, uh, you know, as he builds a roster, he, um, He's trying to he's trying to seek every edge, and, and that, that's that's who you know what I want us to be. You know, we want to be a team that is is never complacent, is always trying to find a way to get better. And um, you know, we'll bring those three guys in, and and um, excited to see what they bring. We have time for one or two more questions, guys. Um, Matt, I was wondering, what's your relationship like with Coach Gruden? I know you guys know each other. How? What's your previous experiences with him like? You know, he, he's a guy that in my previous life I would have considered, you know, a, a sort of a mentor from afar. Um, you know, I got to know him. We hit it off. Um, even a couple of years ago when I had a, another NFL opportunity, I was trying to figure out what to do. He's one of the first people I called. Um, I haven't talked to him very much since taking this job just because I think we've all, you know, it's been a been a unique set of circumstances. Uh, Mike Mayock is another guy that I've known for a long time. My, my first year as the head coach at Temple, he came in and talked to my team about the draft process. So there, there's a lot of people there that I respect, but I, I really respect John Gruden. And 
um, you know, here he is, you know, Super Bowl winning coach, Monday Night Football at the time, and he's got the, the head coach, you know, at, at, at Temple, and he's pouring into and spending time with, and so I, I'm very grateful to him, and um, so I think it'll be it'll be an honor to take the field with, with, with someone that's done everything he's done, and um, excited to get on the field. Stanley, hey, it's Joe Person with The Athletic. Uh, just was, I, I don't think we've talked to you probably since draft night. So good to see you again. And I uh, wonder if you would kind of assess your first NFL camp, where, where you think you played well and, and what areas you're kind of still trying to polish up. Um, first going in is just pretty much just learning. I'm adjusting. I've been watching the older guys, the older vets, um, DJ, Trey Rowe. Um, they've been pretty much carrying me along, uh, great leaders, and just being pretty much going under their wing, just learning under them, learning the defense. Uh, Stan, Elena Getzner, the Shadow Observer, good to see you. Um, I was wondering for you, how did you spend your Saturday? Did, were you, like, nervous, or, like, what what did you do to occupy your time? Uh, a little nervous. Uh, I was talking to my mom pretty much the whole day. Uh, I got the new 2K game. Try to spend a little time playing video games, uh, just, you know, sitting back at home, relaxing. Hey, Stan, uh, Josh from the Riot Report. Um, how important was uh, special teams for you this training camp? And, you know, how, how did you know that that was going to be something that might set you apart from other guys uh, while, while practicing? Uh, I pretty much knew coming in special teams is a big role for any team. Um, I kind of learned that in college how big special teams was and how important that is to make a team. So I kind of went into it trying to find a role on there first. Um, so I knew that was going to be an impact with anywhere. Sam, uh, um, from Panthers.com. How did you definitively find out that you made the roster and what was your reaction to it? Uh, it was a great feeling. You know, I called my mom. She was happy, proud of me. Uh, it was a great feeling, man. It's a blessing to be on the NFL team. So to finally live out my dream and be on a 53 roster is a blessing. I'm just happy and ready to get to work. Uh, I know you guys have been helping you out through camp and all that. Is there anyone in particular, particular who you feel like you've kind of built like a mentor relationship with or anyone who's really helped you out? Uh, definitely DJ. Um, kind of watch him go over his moves, try to see his process, try to see how he thinks, why he does the thing he does, how he makes plays. So I'm pretty much just following DJ everywhere you go. Some people kind of think I look like him when they look at me kind of quick. So. Just, just trying to be under him, listening, observing. I was wondering, too, you know, is there anything he told you from his, like, rookie season that he learned? Is there anything in particular he shared? Uh, the first thing, well, if you know D-Jack, is confidence. Uh, as long as you're confident, pretty much, he just tells you go out there and play. If you don't have any confidence, you can't play this game. So that's the first thing he goes by. If you got confidence, you can do anything. Stan, did you uh, stay in the hotel during camp? And I know, I know most, if not not quite all, but many of the rookies did. 
And what's the plan for you personally going forward in terms of housing arrangements? Uh, no, sir, I did not stay in the hotel. I have my apartment at Circle, not too far. So. What did you think of, 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 you know, kind of living through and, and training through the COVID protocols? You know, were you confident in them? And what's that whole experience been like? I know it's been, you know, pretty unusual for everybody, but what about you personally? Oh, it was different just because, like you said, the things that's going on in the world right now, you got to pretty much do things on your own, um, work actually a little harder, um, send aside time for things. But, you know, it still works, still everything going normal, so just going out here performing. Stan, uh, Jonathan Alexander, Shot Observer, hope you're doing well, man. Thank you. What's the, I guess, the biggest thing you think you learned uh, from, tra from training camp, whether that's about yourself, whether that's about anything about football? Um, just go out here and play fast and play hard. As long as you play fast, play hard, play with great effort, and these the keys, everything going to work out well. Just play football like you used to when you was a kid. Hey, Brandon. Uh... Josh from the Riot Report. Just curious, um, what your weekend was like as you kind of waited to hear what the what the ultimate decision was on the on the fifty three men roster. Yeah, um, spent the morning, uh, a lot of the morning here, just kind of getting the treatment um, recovery. Just you know, kind of a typical morning, um, and then for the rest of the day, I just kind of wanted to get my mind off things. You know, I'm I'm from Minnesota, land of ten thousand lakes, so uh, I was fortunate enough to actually get on Lake Norman, and that was actually my first time on a boat out here um so i was pretty excited about that um i spent the spent most of the day with uh, will greer um, at his uncle's cabin but i really i was just trying to get my mind off things and just really relax and um you know it was it was a long long hard camp so it's finally good just to have a day to uh just really kind of kick my feet up for real Brandon, is Joe a uh, person? It sounds like if you were out on a lake, you weren't sweating the, the roster decision too much. Were you pretty confident with how you played, et cetera, over the last uh, three, three? Yeah, I mean, I definitely had highs and lows of camp. Um, I just kept telling myself, like my, my mindset kind of going into it was just, you know, make one play a day, make one play a day. Even, even if I made, you know, a nice play early, early in the day in camp, I told myself, you know, that wasn't good enough. Just make one more play to really stand out. And so that's just kind of like the, the fight I took into practice every day. Um, I, I know I did stack up a few days. Um, I probably had a few days that were a little lackadaisical, just kind of flatlining. Um, and I tried to make a push towards the end again. Um, overall, I thought I had a pretty solid camp. I know I, know I did improve on a lot of the things I was trying to improve on, um, that being special teams and uh, my run blocking. Um, I mean, as far as route running and stuff, too. But I just know that I had some holes in my game as far as the run blocking, um, being more physical, being more square up with guys. And then, you know, special teams is such a crucial role, especially for me, um, you know, in the receiver room. So I really want to make a push with those. So I, I did feel, you know, fairly confident. My, my confidence definitely grew with every, with every practice. Um, when it came to Saturday, you know, I, I, I'm not going to say I was, you know, completely set free. Um, I had, 
you know, some people tell me that I was good. Some people tell me I was on the bubble. So I really just kind of took it hour by hour. I didn't, I didn't actually go out on the lake until uh, I found out I was good, though. I, I was staying fairly close to the facility just in case. Brandon, do you get a sense, uh, I guess there's six slideouts now uh, on the active, do you get a sense, like in this Joe Brady offense, how many of you guys will be in the rotation? Um, that's something, you know, we don't, I don't think, we, I mean, we, we don't know too much about that yet. We, uh, you know, we know Curtis, DJ, and uh, Robbie are going to be heavily involved as far as us, us other guys. I know that a big role for us is special teams. Um, and so you just kind of knowing that going in, um, I'm, I'm putting a big emphasis on special teams because I want to be the guy that's dependable this year. Um, I, I want to be trusted by you know, all my teammates as well as my coaches um, just to kind of be thrown, in, thrown every, anywhere and know what I'm doing and be able to execute my job at a high level. Brandon, Elena Getzberg with the Charlotte Observer. I'm curious, Matt Rule just told us that he thinks wide receiver is one of the strongest groups on this roster. You know, how would you describe the group you have and, you know, what's it like being around some of the new guys? Yeah, I definitely think that we have an extremely talented group. Um, it's one of the more talented receiver groups I've been, of, been a part of. It's definitely the fastest one. Um, you know, I, I don't consider myself a big speed guy, but uh, – you know, in, in our room, there's there's so many guys with so many different, like, really tools, but speed tends to be kind of the outlying factor for all of us. Um, but like, like, like I said, it's just, it's a, it's a super talented room. You got speed, you got a bunch of guys who are super good at running routes, guys that are not afraid to sell their body in the run game. Um, and I think we all work super well together. We're all sitting there coaching up each other. Um, Coach Fress does a great job of you know, kind of having an open floor, open forum in meetings, just so we can all hear each other, you know, maybe what's, what Robbie saw versus what DJ saw in a certain coverage. Um, so I think we're all just really learning off of each other and um, just trying to use each other you know, the best. Having, you know, really selling out for the guy next to you. If, if I have to take the top off the defense, I'm going to run as fast as I can straight and try to pull the coverage off of him. Um, I, I think our group does a great job of that, of really just selling out for the guy next to you. Hey, Brandon. Uh, Jonathan Alexander, Child Observer. Hope you're doing well. Um, I'm curious, what are, your, uh, what are your impressions of Teddy Bridgewater? Uh, or how would you best describe Teddy Bridgewater? And um, I guess when did you, you first realize like he was, you know, the right person uh, to lead the quarterbacks? And lead the team? Uh, I think he's going to done a great job. Um, you know, I, I don't really know him. I've introduced myself previously last year when, you know, we played them in the Saints because – you know, I'm a Minnesota guy, so when he was in Minnesota, you know, Minnesota absolutely loved him. And so he's, he's always kind of had a good rap, and, you know, to see him go through the injury and whatnot and kind of bounce around teams and then have his success again last year. I, I just wanted to go and kind of introduce myself. So I finally introduced myself last year. And then uh, just kind of watching him this year, um, it's the first time I've really got to judge him as a person, I guess. I really get to meet him as a person. He's done a great job of leading this team. Um, he stepped up right away, knowing that you know he's going to be looked upon as a leader. Um, I think he's done a great job with that. Um, he's just very composed, um, very hardworking. You know, he, he comes in and does what he's supposed to do. Uh, oftentimes, you see him doing extra stuff in the training room, um, 
you know, he's one of the last people out of the building every day. Like, I think it just kind of speaks to, you know, who he is a person as well as the role he knows he's kind of getting into. He's kind of taking in all that and really running with it. Um, um, so what was, what was the other question? I know it's just kind of. Well, I, I mean, you basically answered. I was asking you to describe him best. And, and when did you realize he was like right, the right person for the Panthers to lead the Panthers? No, I think that's kind of from square one. Um, I know he has a lot of connections with some of the coaches and stuff, so they knew exactly what they were getting. Like, there was definitely no mistaking in picking him. Um, they knew what he was going to bring, who he is as a person, and, you know, how he's going to lead this team to some wins. And, I, I mean, as far as I've seen, he's done that every day since he's been here. So I think it's no question that he's the right fit for this offense, um, right fit for this team. As we have time for one more question before I have to let Brandon go. I'll take that if I may. Uh, Brandon, this is Miles Simmons from Panthers.com. Just how excited are you uh, to really dive into a game plan and get to, you know, go out and play a different team this week? In the <laughs> you know, I'm super excited. It's This camp was obviously a lot different from other camps. Um, you know, other camps kind of seemed like it was like – training camp almost seemed like it was broken into different things because – you know, you actually have preseason games to kind of take the monotony out of your training camp. So this year, going against the same color jersey every time, um, I think we did a super good job of not getting on each other. You know, I've seen that, been a part of that in other camps where, you know, there's a lot of fighting breaking out and whatnot. So you're going up against the same guy every day. Um, you're seeing the same moves. You're getting hit by the, you know, in the throat at the same time every day. And um, so you know, that starts to kind of wear on guys. But this camp is just, it's, it's been different. You know, everybody's really starting to take care of each other. Um, from day one, as and you know, it's probably one of the most competitive, most physical camps I've been a part of. Um, but you know, to finally go up against a new team, I think is going to be super exciting. I think, I think, from all the preparation we've done and stuff, that we're going to be able to come out fast, um, come out flying, and we're definitely going to be the more physical team out there. Uh, um, just from everything we've kind of been instilled by instilled by, by our coaches, um, how everybody's really bought into the system. Um, everybody's like truly playing, playing for one another. Um, you know, I think we got a good shot to go make some noise.